The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, this is my final episode in the United States of America mm. of Fofop for... Uh, well, I mean, we're doing the LA Podcast Festival, uh, mm-hmm. September 18th through 20th. Uh, it has just been announced, I believe, that uh, Fofop, uh, or Tofop, because Charlie will be involved, of course, will be on the Friday night uh, there at the LA Podcast Festival. And I'm sure that our next guest uh, will hopefully be involved in that Friday night uh, mm. uh, at Tofop slash Fofop. If he isn't, it means that Charlie has vetoed him, because we are a 50-50. <laughs> uh, he is, of course, guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony. Hello, sir. Well, hello. How are you, mate? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. yeah, I'm all right. I'm. Um, this is like I'm. I've I've spent the entire day packing because oh, yeah. because I'm going home for four months essentially. Yeah. Apart from the, that, like two crazy days for Podfest. Yeah. Um. I I really it was like, well, what will I need in the next four months? And I've really been trying Kinda, to like. Got, I've been walking from end of the house to end of the house, just yeah. going like, will I need that? So how much sticky yeah, that- tape will I need? <laughs> do they still have sticky tape in Australia? <laughs> I think they do. Yeah, that's interesting. You kind of got to grab everything, don't you? I don't know how long things last. A lot of the plants in here are orchids or... Um, orchids don't. Yeah, they'll be good. Uh, or uh, not those ones there because I'm going to throw those ones out. But uh, no, Leave them. There's a lot of... Uh, what, do, what do you call these? Uh, the ones that grow... The little succulents. The, the succulents, that's right. Yeah, the, the place is full of succulents. Is anybody coming to stay here? Well, not for... Uh, well, yes. I mean, yes. The, periodically. But I don't expect anybody will take care of my plants. Right. But they're succulents, and they're meant to just be able to su- survive. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, Succulent they will die that without guys. water, but they no. look like well, they're they in a, a, that one's in a. In I a gave them some water bowl. today. Yeah, I gave them water today. Oh, then they'll be fine. I changed the water. <laughs> I went around and I changed the you water. You definitely sound like a guy who grew up on a farm. Yeah, I was like, that'll do, right? <laughs> how much fucking water you need? It's a drought, mate. Hey, it's a drought. Hey, cactus, suck it up. Look at right here, mate. Hey. It's a fucking drought. We're all conserving. We're here. all. I'm having two all minute showers, and you're a fucking succulent. I'll see you. It doesn't need months. water at the best of times. Hang in there, tough you're guy. You're not a fucking camel. No, you're a succulent. You're not. You're not. You're not a lawn. Are you right. a lawn? Are you a lawn? No. No. Mm-mm. Anyway, this is succulent talk. <laughs> I was very passionate about succulents for a man who couldn't name them a minute ago. But I do enjoy succulents. Yeah, I like a but, succulent. Because they're easy to take care of. Right, but also I think they're interesting looking plants. I agree. You know, like, really cool. There's heaps of succulents around here like out and about in nature. Just running about? Well, I mean like on the, on the sidewalk yes, and stuff as the Americans would say. This is a succulent nation. Yeah. And many of them remind me of the succulents I have in, he- in this apartment. Mostly because they are the succulents I have here in this apartment. Did you just snap them off of... Uh, because, uh, well, I didn't, but Amy might have stayed here for a couple of weeks. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'll she, take this part of this one. She doesn't have a visa, so she can, you know, just run that way. Yeah. 
Does she is she is she the kind of lady that'll snip a flower off of somebody's? Uh, oh. <laughs> as, as soon as look at them, <laughs> maybe pick up somebody's dog and bring it home. I mean, sure, we have done that. <laughs> we have actually taken home a stray dog. We were on holidays in Byron Bay, and we found a stray dog, and we took it home, and we found its owners, and it was on Christmas Eve too. I wow, think. yeah, so. Wow, yeah. yeah, that's nice. And this dog was like sleeping by our bed, this stray dog. Really? Yep. Yeah. I've got a new dog. I get to meet my new dog after really? I get off the plane. Yep. What kind of dog? Uh, French bulldog, another French bulldog. Oh. She's actually um, a Ramona's niece. Oh, related. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Keep she, in the family. Yeah. So you think they immediately smelled each other and were like, ah, you're from the group. I'd like butt. to. I'd like to think that because I'm. My biggest fear, of course, was but would be that Ramona would be jealous. You yeah. know, like you I know, don't know if dogs get that way, do they? Oh, I've been reading her a lot of those books about you know that they write for kids, yeah, about like getting a new sister and stuff like that, and how it's. You know, I don't know if it works like that. I just replaced. <laughs> I replaced the humans in the story with dogs with dog names. <laughs> Hey, what happened with uh, with Johnny Depp? Is there a conclusion to the yeah, nightmare? The, your national nightmare? You know what? I don't think it is our national nightmare. I think Amber Heard might be going to prison. Really? Yeah, I think that's the latest on it. Amber Heard is that his prison. girlfriend or his uh, uh, his wife? I believe. It's his wife. I think. I think they're, I think they're she, she's really going to go to prison. Well, I mean, is she really going to go to prison? Of course not. Like, but I mean, they're she's acting a like she's going to go to prison. I mean, celebrities don't go to prison for murdering people. But you, Bill might, Cosby, raped forty people. Well, yeah, but that's prison. America where we really honor our celebrities. But you guys don't as much. You guys okay. might put them in jail. Let's, uh, let's, a lot of your a let's, lot of your celebrities are prisoners. Well, I mean, a lot of us are prisoners. Chopper, yeah, oh, that's true. Chopper was a very prominent uh, criminal. Ned Kelly. Um, let's find the latest news on Johnny Depp's dogs. Uh, here we go. Alleged. So he's throwing her under the bus because a man, a man, like if alleged I was, do- a dog smuggler, alleged dog smuggler, dog smug- alleged it. dog, smuggler. alleged dog smuggler Johnny Depp could face ten years in prison. Ten years. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Why? How great would it be if he did get ten years? Just by the way. <laughs> Big shout out to this article on Gorka because Gorka do some terrible things, but the photos they've chosen, they've got a picture of Johnny Depp at looking kind of scaly and mad. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I might be going to prison next to a picture of one of the dogs on a pink cushion. So just have a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice little bit of photo. It really is. Big shout out. God, Gawker's the worst, huh? Uh-huh, the what worst. What they did to that guy. Oh, out of that guy. Fuck. Uh, you're the worst corker. You're the fucking worst. But on this topic. Let's and then and then they all quit. Like, we can't write what we want to write. Journalistic integrity. No. If we don't have the freedom to out people. <laughs> For no fucking reason. No reason. Absolutely no reason. <laughs> no, In nothing. the year 2015. <laughs> then what have we got? What have we got? What are we? In Australia, uh, people, there's a big story at the moment about a, a footballer. Uh, oh, yeah. Adam I, I read about it last night. Yeah. So Adam Goods is an indigenous footballer. He yeah. is an absolute, uh, he's played like 380 games or something, mm-hmm. which is like one of the highest year of all time. He's won two Brownlow medals, nearly mm-hmm. won three. That's like a lot, which is the best player in the entire league. He's won premierships. He's an indigenous player. But remarkably last year and this is like stunning remarkably last year he was named australian of the year while he's still what? yeah he was australian of the year while still playing footy 
Now, I actually think that was a bad decision. Not that he was Australian of the Year, but I think it was a bad decision that they did it while he was still playing footy. Because, because it draws attention? Right, but also you're still part of a, an environment where you're playing for a team that other uh, t- teams don't like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if someone in the NFL or if someone in yeah. the NBA or whatever was named like American of the Year... Yeah. People would still be like, yeah, but I fucking hate Cleveland. So yeah, fuck totally. you, LeBron, yeah. American of the year. You know? right. Added to the fact that he is indigenous and he used his role as Australian of the year as they wanted him to mm-hmm. when they appointed him Australian of the year to speak out on behalf of the original people of Australia. While he's still playing. In the same way as because, so for example, for Australia this year, it's a woman called Rosie Batty whose kid was killed in a domestic uh, violence situation by dad and she became a prominent spokesperson out of that for family violence mm-hmm. and for women in those sort of situations and all that sort of thing. So she was named Australian of the year. They didn't name her Australian of the year because they were like, hey, high five, good on you. You had the best year last year when your ex-husband murdered your son you know do you know what I mean like they did it because get them oh, while they're hot that's this, what they yeah, said like, well, you've got a lot of heat <laughs> you want to be Australian of the year they got her so that she would talk about these issues and, and raise them so the idea that like I mean it would be like saying oh yeah Rosie Batty you're Australian of the year could you just please never mention the whole just whatever else you're interested in go around and speak about that so Adam Goods uh, did a couple of things that in Australia. So a he's still a member of a team. So that means that people, you know, like he automatically don't like right. Him. But he's also still a sports person. Yeah. And a sports person who, despite the fact that he's been a remarkable sports person, like every sports person, has a range of flaws within their game and the way they play their game that would piss people off. Yeah. Like you know, he leads foot first in a tackle. Sometimes he can like duck to get a free kick. Like he has some stuff that, like you know, people would. Boo. Like, in, in our general, game, great yes. players and great players who do things like that. There's a guy who plays for Geelong called Joel Selwood. The toughest guy, you know, one of the toughest guys who's ever played the game. Mm-hmm. Might as well just run on the ground with blood on his face because at some stage yeah. he will have blood on his face right. during the game, right? And he, like, shrugs his shoulders so they tackle him head high and he gets free kicks. People boo him because of that, right? right? Like, there's not a player in the game that doesn't sort of, you know, get booed in that sort of pantomime sort of way. Sure. But what's happening to Adam Goods has gone well beyond that. Well, yeah, I mean, what I read about it, it sounded like there was the normal booing and then it, uh, and then some other people jumped in. Right, and so this is the most interesting thing about it. Like, people are booing, and a lot of people are pissed off because when he was in Australian of the Year, he said some provocative things about the fact that, like, about in, yeah, the state of Indigenous people in Australia, things that white people in Australia don't want to hear. Well, that's that's what I because I I, I I I kept seeing like I saw Steel Saunders uh, tweeting about it, and I saw Doslo, and they sounded very emotional. So I was like, well, what is this? So I read up on it, and and right, right stuff people don't want to hear. Well, there's people like I mean, but here's the thing: if my population and they are my population, they're Australians, by the way, which mm-hmm. is why I am also offended about this. You know, yeah. but. Secondly, if my people, the people that I had an opportunity to speak for, you know, if they made me Australian of the Year and I had a certain group that, like, you know, were killed in, you know, in prison, you know, at three times the rate or whatever the ridiculous statistic is that Mm -hmm. died 20 or 30 years younger that had a higher rate of, like, child sexual abuse. But I would – that's all I would talk about. Of course. I wouldn't have time to fucking catch a footy and then or duck into a fucking tackle to get a free kick because I'd be too busy getting that free kick so I could run over to the umpire, (laughs) use his tiny little microphone that he uses (laughs) to say something about incarceration rates. (laughs) 
That's yeah. literally like I would grab the football, write free like free people from prison uh-huh. on the football, hold it to the camera, then kick the football. Yeah. I, I, yes, he talked about it. Of course, he talked. What about else is he supposed to fucking do? So people are booing because they didn't like the even if they're not racist they did not like hearing uncomfortable truths about the history of our country you know the, the, some people are like the, the girl racist the, but they just want everything to be okay now yes the girl thing really was just such a ridiculous excuse for them to go after him right so this is the interesting thing is you can find an excuse and a lot of these yep. people who say they aren't booing because of racism are booing much harder at a like all these things that they say about Adam Goods do get booed in other players, but they don't get booed every time when he runs onto the ground. They, right. they get booed when they do that thing. Right, clearly something. If else Adam has Goods happened. ducks into a tackle, boo your fucking heart out. Uh-huh. And you know what? If you're a dirty little racist, time it then. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to sneak your dirty little fucking racism into legitimate booing opportunities, do that. But that's not what's happening. This is a man, a champion of the game, who has done nothing. Like, there are players in the game who have, you know, taken drugs or beaten women or, like, you know, all these myriad of actual sins. Right. This is a guy who, when he had an opportunity to speak for his people, said some things that made some people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Now, that was exactly what he should have been doing. And well, the whole what, game should celebrate that yeah. our game, our stupid little fucking game where people kick a football around is the one place in our society where an Indigenous person can raise rise to the top of their field. Uh-huh. Probably the only one. In all of Australia, where yeah. an Indigenous person can rise to the top of their field, have an opportunity to be a prominent Get spokesperson. A, have a mic stuck have in front of their mic. face. And, and when he actually took that mic... You know what? I'd be booing him if he didn't say anything. Yeah. I'd be booing him if he was Australian of the Year for a whole fucking year and went around going, yeah, I'm good at footy, huh? High five. How good are white people? <laughs> I mean, like, that's... I'd boo him if that's what he fucking said. It's ridiculous. It's... And, but what people say is, well, I'm not booing for that. Well, at this point now... Here's the thing. I'm not saying you can't boo, and I'm not. And I hope we get to a point where you can boo Adam Goods legitimately again when deserved. But at the moment, right now, you are giving cover to the race. Yeah. So when you boo Adam Goods. Right. You are providing. It's like me saying you're going. Well, I was just booing because of the blah blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Well, you know what, mate? Like I was just going on a walk, and I didn't know these neo Nazis were behind me. Yeah. And then someone said, "Could you hold this flag?" I didn't see what it had on it. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. It's the same argument as the Confederate flag, where all these people, and it is there is a heritage thing to it, there is a pride thing to it, but it also has been adopted by racists. Right. And so, if you have the flag, and you want it flap it around as a heritage thing but the guy next to you wants to kill black people right and he's flapping it around guess what you lost your flag yeah so if you're booing because you don't like the way a guy plays but other people are booing because they're racist stop booing because now right. you look like a racist absolutely that's it and if and the there's Ku- no if way the Ku Klux Klan started wearing Batman outfits I I wouldn't be into the like right. even even Bruce Wayne would be like I oh, okay. no I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm Catman now. I'm gonna change it <laughs> <laughs> I'm Catman <laughs> meow <laughs> yes uh, and and well, there's Steel, also Steel a mob put, mentality I think Steele put it really well actually I think he posted on Facebook something along the lines of if you were uh, next to a clan rally wouldn't you take off your white sheet. Yeah. Like even if you're dressed up as a ghost for right. Halloween. If you're walking right? down the street in a toga right. and there's a clan If you're going to a toga party <laughs> and there's a clan rally, okay, still, we've punched up your joke. We've got a better version. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> this is yours though. It was your original you idea. Can you can, you can have, have any of this stuff, but this would be a good bit. <laughs> but there's a mob thing right. and people get to be fucking monsters in a mob. And so if you're booing a guy, they're going to take the opportunity to boo him right. because they're racist. Yep. You're giving cover to them. Right. Absolutely. And you don't want to give cover to no. them. No. So stop it. So yeah, don't just, boo him. It I would mean, be it would be a credit to our game. Okay, there are some things that have happened that have been proactive. I think they've all taken too long. I've been arguing with people about this on Twitter and stuff for a while. This has been going on for for a, a year or something, right? I'm. This is one of those situations where I'm not saying that my team is without uh, fault in this scenario because supporters of all teams, but there have been certain teams supporters that have been much more vocal more on this others. than others. Yeah. And my team is a team from the Western suburbs, maybe a team that you know people could think is like working class and maybe I think we've had two advantages. And again, I'm not saying our team didn't boo Adam Goods, but like we haven't been one of the teams that have been caught up in this. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons is that his brother, Brett Goods, plays at our club. Uh-huh. So I think, you know, people really have that just closer to home sort of thing. Yeah. And but the second thing is that I think that we have a multicultural supporter base and a mul- like it's the West, like the, we have the first, like, you know, we have the first, I think, uh, I can't remember where Lin Jong is from, but, you know, one of the first Asian players, like, you know, who was born overseas right. playing. Like, and so maybe we, I hope that we have that sense from our club that we're not, you know, the ones. But Richmond, the team they're playing this week, the players, and I thought this was really good because oh, I still, saw that. when they say there's people, like people, when you say to people you can't boo, some people are going to boo louder. Yes. Which is the problem with all this. Yes. The more it becomes an issue, the more for some people it will be like, this is my, you know, this yeah. is my hill that I'm going to die on. Right. I'm going to die for the right. To Voltaire, boo. as Voltaire said, <laughs> I have the right to boo that uppity black fella, right? Because of Voltaire. So, brown people are running around saying things. Voltaire. <laughs> my, my favorite is the people who are offended that because the, the administrators and stuff have like basically made the point of like, you know, basically now if you boo, basically what we're saying is up until now, yeah, okay, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. If you were booing up until now, you may have been booing for a completely legitimate reason, yeah. right? But from now on, if you boo, you're a racist. And all people have gone is like, oh, how dare these people call me a racist? I'm not a racist. And I'm like, yeah, it hurts when people call you names, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really, I really feel bad for you. Right. This is a rough week for you it's compared almost, to someone's entire life. I feel like this could be a learning moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about, hey, Here's a little something. Right. Uh, a lot of people are born with this. Some people aren't, but it's called empathy. Uh, give it a shot. Fucking, try that. Try that on empaths coming to our country. <laughs> <laughs> coming here on boats, trying to make us feel like we understand their conditions. Well, look, there is there is a uh, there's something we have in common uh, that is America and Australia were born from uh, a horrific classist society that decimated brown people right and but i mean i don't think i don't know why people are so we it feels like it diminishes us you can make the argument and i think a lot of people like well that wasn't me i didn't do that okay cool feel fine with that say that wasn't me i didn't do that yeah and then go and with that aside with me being absolved of all guilt for what happened that was done by my ancestors but not done by me, 
then can't you from that position look and go, hey, this is pretty fucked up. Yeah. So like I don't even have to – I don't have to feel guilty about it to help. Like I don't have to feel like it's all my fault to help. You can feel without – I mean I think that I do feel some of that because it was – you know, I have benefited from a system with reinforced prejudice that has benefited people who look like me and sure. you know have the same genitals as me and you know all those sort of things. Yeah. But, but I didn't ask for that. Right. But it, it doesn't diminish me any or take my enjoyment away any less to acknowledge that or be aware of that. Right. It doesn't. And, and it's also, if people are getting so caught up in it right now, but if they step away from it and a year from now, like say he didn't come back, say he was like, I just can't do this anymore. Right. A year from now, all those people who are booing will, f- except the racists, will feel like fucking garbage. Right. Because at the end what of the day, do? one of the greats, you've made him leave the game uh, feeling like shit. We bullied, bullied. We bullied a dude, a champion of the game, because we of bullied his skin. because he achieved the honor of Australian of the Year. Yeah, like this is what we booed him for. Fuck you! How you are the most successful, like you're one of, if not the most successful footballer of your generation. Fuck you that you're a well-spoken, erudite person who was appointed Australian of the Year. Boo for you that you raised the plight of the original people of our country in a way that was sometimes provocative. But if you actually look at the speeches and you look at what he did, was not. He's not fucking Malcolm X. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. Like it could be so much fucking worse. So much worse. So much more militant. Oh like, fuck yes. Barely. I mean, really? With the, yeah. the atrocities and the statistics that he has at hand and he's dealing with? Yeah. I think that he has done the bare minimum of rage. Totally. He should have been like the Hulk the whole time. <laughs> Just fucking smashing shit. <laughs> and, we, and to have a game that would boo that person, bully that person out of the sport. And, and this is the thing, a sport that has benefited so much from the Indigenous contribution, a sport that at some stage had 10% Indigenous players and stars of the competition, which is the most Indigenous people that most people have contact with, you know, yeah. in their lives. Yeah, it's fucking sad. So anyway, um, yeah. Richmond, Richmond, the Tigers, um, they play. Uh, they have. Uh, we have an Indigenous round in the AFL where we celebrate the contribution right. of our Indigenous people. Yeah, and all of the clubs uh, have jumpers, uh, like you know the the Guernseys, the jerseys, the uniforms, uh, in that round that are. Uh, have indigenous designs through them uh-huh. and they're normally designed by either an indigenous player at the club or someone who has an indigenous connection at the club or, or whatever. So Richmond decided, which I thought was cool, that they're the opposition to, to Adam Goods' mm-hmm. team. But like as a sign, I guess, to their supporters and as a sign of what the players think, they're going to wear their indigenous round good like jumpers up again. So I just thought it's like, that's a fucking, that's a good way of like yeah. making the point that if you boo, you're not, we're your team. Yeah. But if you boo, you're not representing us. Right. We're, we're, we're standing with this guy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good. It's like when the, uh, when the Miami Heat put on the uh, hoodies. Right. Absolutely. All right. Industrial rock guitarist, liar, and accused international canine trafficker, Johnny Depp, uh, may face up to 10 years prison or a maximum fine of $340,000. Oh, please. The, the jail time. Uh, yeah, and maybe when he he gets out, maybe he can spend those ten years thinking about the movie choices that he's been making. I mean, maybe that's what they should punish him. Like he, <laughs> they should make him watch all the movies in one sitting, back to yeah, back to back, back like to back, Clockwork Orange style. And then we, and the, oh, here we go. 
uh, Amber Heard. All right, here we go. Amber Heard, the wife of actor Johnny Depp, has been charged with smuggling. So she's been charged. So Depp's not going to prison. Amber that Heard might be going to prison. That's very interesting to me. Well, they're her dogs, I think. And I think it was her who lied. Hang on, let's uh, let make that go away. Hello, big nerdy man. Could you please stop talking? Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Johnny Depp's wife, Amber Heard, has been charged with illegally bringing the couple's dogs to, an, to Australia, an incident that captured global attention after the nation's agriculture minister angrily ordered the pooches to get out of the country or face death. Is this an is this Australian news site you're this reading? This is uh, USA Today. <clears throat> Heard was charged this week with two counts of illegally importing pistol and boo into Australia and one count of producing a false document. Oh, that's where where it'll get you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, The importation charges carry a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison Mm. and a fine of 102 Australian dollars or 8 American dollars. 102. 102,000. 102,000 Australian dollars or, yeah. Uh, the false document charge, which relates to information on an incoming passenger card, carries a penalty of up to one year in prison and a fine of $10,000 Australian. So all up, she could be in for like 120000 and like 11 years in the pokey. I think they should throw the book at her. Make an example out of this one. I think so. Why not? Well, the country would be overrun with fucking pistols and boots. Right? Right? Do you want tiny dogs everywhere? Look what happened to the rabbits. Exactly. Heard was issued a summons to appear in a Queensland court on September 7. Her lawyers could petition the court to appear on her behalf, but given the seriousness of the charge, it's likely she'll need to appear in person. Queensland? What what city is in... what? Uh, well, they, he was shooting on the uh, up on the Gold Coast oh, or up oh. you know, north, somewhere like that. Uh <clears throat> Here we go. So it's um, like some tiny courtroom she's going into. Australia has strict quarantine regulations to prevent diseases such as rabies. Yep. Well, but pistol and poo coming how, in with their rabies. Okay. So that's how rabies most commonly will get into a country is on a uh, private jet of a rich celebrity. <laughs> Mate, if we were worried about rabies coming to the country, we should fucking we would have been worried about Johnny Depp coming to the country. I would have thought. I've heard these. Uh, all these laws are very. Uh, should be all looked at again because they're not keeping up with the times. Uh, okay, let's. Let, um, I should actually Google this because I have just got myself in a new dog, and I was wondering. Uh, Did you fly him in? So I'm going to fly. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, so f- interesting. Speaking Where's about uh, going? Johnny Depp. Well, the dog's in Australia, just mm-hmm. arrived, so I'll get to meet the dog when I get home. Yeah. But I was thinking about at some stage bringing the dog over here, but I have to see how long uh, quarantine is on the way back. Oh, yeah. Because I can I t- bring like the dog over here weeks. for nothing. But I bet it's like six weeks. It just seems like different countries should have, like it should be different for every country. Like if you're bringing a dog from America to Australia, I mean, come on. But if you're bringing a dog from, you know, a... Uh, uh, Afghanistan, then it may be a different story. 30 days. It says here 30 days. That's a long Mandatory time. Mandatory quarantine, 30 days. That's a long that's time for a dog. P- that's isn't some it? PTSD shit. That's right like there. a month. That's like Guantanamo. 
Well, in dog years, like I later mean, on, I'll have to fucking like do a mess. Yeah. There'll be an investigation. Yeah. I'll have to make a public apology. And not only that, but they'll they'll pour oatmeal on his asshole. They'll uh, put well, the yeah. They'll, they'll Rec- burn, burn only the, rectally feed him. <laughs> burn the crayon in front of him. It's a All girl. Kinds. She's a girl. I should well, point out. She's a girl in front of her. Right. They don't care. Um, she has a name. Her name is uh, Winona. Winona. Okay. So that, that's the Johnny Depp uh, link. Like, in fact, I could get a tattoo that said Winona forever. Oh yeah, like Johnny Depp used to have. Yeah, which he changed to Wino forever. Who was Winona? Who Winona Ryder? Oh, it was Winona Ryder. Yeah, I had to keep up with this stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so behind on my Depp news. Well, I stopped. I stopped. Uh, Are you not watching my web series in depth? I stopped reading the Depp Bugle a while ago. Right. Deposition. In depth. Did you read Deposition? I love that. It's a really good one. <laughs> a lot of the ex Gorka writers are deposition. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. I was going to say Amber Heard. She was charged. Uh, lengthy jail cell. Uh, the seriousness of the offense is not whether two little puppies who look like they could give you a nasty nip on the ankle are dreadful animals. It's about the risk to biosecurity. Mm. Barnaby Joyce, the minister, told them in colorful language to bugger off. They did. Was there a risk? Potentially, but not actually. And I'm sure the court will take all those things into account. Okay, so I guess there. She's probably not going to go to prison. Yeah, I mean, if it was someone, like I said, if it was someone bringing like 30 dogs in from some crazy place, then that's probably a little more concerning. But if you're flying your dog in from the States on a private jet, it's, right. you know. But there shouldn't be one rule for celebrities and one rule for I the agree. That's why I say 10 years for this yep. woman. Exactly. Make an example. Right. Make an example so no one else does it. Right. Because I was going to bring my cats over. <laughs> Just with you? Yeah, for the, for the t- t- 11 days or there. Oh, yeah, but they're, um, they're medical cats, right? <laughs> you have to fly with them medically. They're companion cats. Yeah, they're my right. companion cats. Yeah. All nine of them. Right. I've got nine <laughs> companion cats. I, I know. It seems weird that I have to bring all nine, but it's not me that gets weird if there's not... If, if there's, they, they get weird. If there's one missing, there's a lot of panic and anxiety, right. and that transfers to me, and then like, they're not a therapy cat, then they're a freak out cat. Yeah, th- then I'm worse. Yeah, I'm worse. Do you want to make things worse? So you Is don't that want what that. you want? No. Anyway, I wrote this all on the visa for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> More nuts. <laughs> I also have four squirrels. <laughs> they're just for fun. They're my fun squirrels. <laughs> to be honest, I am smuggling those. <laughs> I have all the proper documentation for the cat. <laughs> Squirrel smuggler. That's going to be a good show, by the way. I'm pitching Squirrel that. smugglers? Yeah. I oh, fucking love it. I love that show. Just taking squirrels from different countries. Yeah, it's about countries. the the squ- squirrel smuggling scene. It's <laughs> the right? scene. The underground yeah. Sm- the, yeah, that's what it's people a, are doing it's now. A, you know what? Amy was uh, commenting when she was here that there's not as many squirrels around. And my um, guess was that maybe it was because of the drought that they had to. You know what? There aren't as many squirrels around. There isn't. And since she said it, I've really noticed that I am not seeing squirrels in the way that I would ordinarily see squirrels. So, well, I wonder is if there any also... chance there is like, that we have stumbled accidentally onto some sort of squirrel it, smuggling it, scene, or maybe it's a squirrel mageddon? Uh, I mean, is it one of those things? Is it one of those things like you know when the animals know first? Have the squirrels fucked off? Oh my God, what if we like? Did the squirrels like? Are you guys going to do, do nothing mean? about global warming? How are they? F- where are they fucking off to? How are we going to? I mean, I don't know. That new planet. Is there- 
<laughs> are they like ET? Did they call? Did they finally flip the switch and go, "It's time to get us, boys"? Well, like, here's the thing: they haven't been hibernating. Nope. That's the, in that time where we think they're hibernating. The right. nuts are a cover. They've been working on space travel technology. <laughs> planet squirrel yeah and then uh i just didn't think they were that smart but apparently they are yeah well they're playing us for fools yeah if right? you not heard of Na- nasa Na- with two s's <laughs> what nasa with two s's n-a-s-s-a the second s is for national squirrel. national yeah. what is nasa national i don't even know what nasa, NASA. is what does nasa stand NASA for is... need another seven astronauts <laughs> remember that joke <laughs> you know what it was one of those jokes that when the space shuttle, you know, it like, and when, it that, when everyone, that day, the next day, I'm not even sure how, but the next day everyone knew that joke, you, but it was such a great joke. Do you know who wrote that joke? Is there someone? I don't know. I'd love to know who the first person when like seven people died in a tragic wrote accident that joke. and went, oh, no, what NASA says, what, need another seven astronauts? <laughs> I mean, fucking high five. A lot of people are dead. This is a tragedy. <laughs> But and yet, you know what, uh, guys? I got a good one. Here's the thing: I can't hold it back anymore. Like, yeah, would you like if that was you? If you were the person who like went immediately, immediately it yeah. happened, and you're like, uh, NASA need another seven astronauts. Okay, so it happens for the first time, but Twitter's invented. This is my I probably yeah, uh, I probably do it. That do was the first it? thing I thought I would probably tweet it before maybe the a day, hits the maybe ground. a day, maybe a day. But then you'd be worried that someone else will like crack it by then, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would be worried. So I'd probably, t- t- yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd whip that bad boy out probably that night. <laughs> Let the dust settle, as it were. Do you want to hear a great challenger fact? Yeah. Before the school teacher was invited on the space shuttle, the first idea was to have Big Bird. Oh yes. And then something happened, and Big Bird couldn't go. So then they were like, let's have a school teacher come on. I guess but it was big, they discovered big, that Big Bird was not actually real. Okay, but what if <laughs> what if Big Bird is on the space well, like, shuttle? Was Big Bird going to have the First helmet over the bird costume? First of all, this is the greatest beginning of a it, Muppet movie ever. Isn't it just a guy? If you're going to okay. space, is it just isn't a guy? it just a guy in a... Is it? Because that's not what the kids believe. So if the kids think that Big Bird is on the space shuttle, he is effectively dead you right. cannot remake him because he is because you can't what how do you what do you tell the kids well he survived well what do you do you a big bird can breathe in space i like <laughs> like and but also how do you project back the photos do you know what I mean like as yeah. in like is the helmet is the space helmet over big bird's head or is the guy who plays big bird just inside in the spacesuit and then they've made a bigger big bird like he's bigger bird but now you've got space considerations you can't have an astronaut inside a giant oh my god how how fucking irritated would you be if you're trying to get around your spaceship and there's this giant fucking bird in the way big bird just floating around not saying anything because it's not real right (laughs) worst spatial trip ever uh, you want to hear, uh, I had to go up with a fucking bird. I'm going up with Snuffleupagus. Uh, NASA stands for National Aeronautics and Space Administration. And uh, NASA stands for National Aeronautics and Squirrel Space Administration. <laughs> That's the difference. Squirrel Space Squirrel is space. A, a whole different kind right. of space. Yeah. 
Well, who's better to find like a wormhole than like a squirrel? Thank you, know you I mean? because they're looking for a place to put their nuts. Right. Well, it turns yeah, that's and that's what happened. So this, see, it all yes. it's all coming together. <laughs> so the squirrels yes. are out like looking for a place to hide their nuts, and right. they've discovered like some squirrels. Like, hey, hey, Gary, look at this, and he's like whacking his nuts into this hole in the tree, yeah. and then uh, the, but the nuts they're just disappearing, just disappear. Yeah, and he's like, hang on. Well, I think we're onto something. I think right? we are onto something. Right. And then another squirrel with a space helmet on pops his head through and goes, Hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I got your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I got your nuts. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, unbeknownst to the squirrels, they've been sending like an inception, <laughs> not inception, what, like an interstellar, yeah, interstellar style message yeah. through the different dimensions. That's right. Through via nuts. Yeah, via nuts. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna, this is going to be a great movie. Because like this other squirrel lives in a world where squirrels are super smart, but yeah. where they don't have access to nuts. That's the great irony. That is the great irony. Yeah. They're a nutless world. Yeah. And that's why they have uh, actually put... Uh, squirrels colonies on a bunch of different planets uh-huh. and uh, and this is the one where they actually have found him and harvesting nuts right yeah and then they're going to come down and they're going to take all the nuts so my point is I think we've solved where the squirrels have gone <laughs> <laughs> welcome to science adventures with Will and Dave uh, what else has been going on with you um Here's a great one. So uh, I'm going to a family reunion. Oh, who's taking mine? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, there's just one guy that's bad, but everyone yeah, else is good. Yeah, okay. Cool. And, I, and I like, have, and, a, and this is like you know, you've got the cover of the mob. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But I can almost guarantee you something's going to happen. So Finn is really good at baseball. I don't know if we've talked about that, but he's shockingly good you at baseball. You can't stop mentioning it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my son is really good at baseball. Really good at baseball. So my father knows that. And uh, I can almost 100% guarantee that my dad is going to look at Finn and go, hey, I hear you really like baseball. You're really good at baseball? You know, your father was scared of the ball and he would step back when they pit. I can almost want, I want to record it. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have my phone on record just to record that moment and then bring it back because I can almost guarantee it's going to happen. I mean, that's if that does happen, I, that's amazing. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I hope not. It's totally going to happen. But yeah. Why is – I mean, not even just him. Yeah. Like, why is it that people do that? Like, you know, parents and people of that general. And I hope that I don't become that person. I sometimes see people, you know, like doing that sort of stuff to each other. And I'm like, why are you even bringing this up? You're on her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in this conversation, why are you trying to belittle? Yeah, you're just trying to hurt. You're on, you should be on the side of these guys. Yeah. This is your team. It's very much your team. This is only like the second week don't, of Survivor and no. you're already making backyard alliances. Don't. We're on the side. Don't try to split us up. No, let's all work on this together. We're on this together. Let's do it. Fuck that guy. I, fuck, I have let's no get rid idea. Of your dad. They're just they're just mean people. They just they just want to take other people down to build themselves up, right? And in him, his eyes, he can knock me down in front of my kids. So I think But that is, I mean, that's the most hurtful thing you can do to somebody really, isn't it? Like not like 
belittle them in the eyes of their children. But here's the crazy thing. Finn is so smart and so in tune to shit like that, that that will just make him not like my dad. Uh, Guaranteed. I mean, it's because it's such a, because also Finn's on your side. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He he gets how teams work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He totally gets it. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. I think it, it's interesting, isn't it? Like uh, how we were speaking, like off air, and I won't go into the details of what we were speaking about, but just like sometimes people just behave crazy, crazy. Like, and it's like out of the blue. You're like, you know, like there's certain times in life where you will do something that you go like, okay, this thing might provoke people. I believe it or I've I've said it or the thing that I do has some negative consequences, but I believe it has more positive consequences than it has negative. You know, like there's those, but then there's some situations where you're like, oh, well, nothing about this could possibly offend anybody or like blah, blah, blah. And then somebody goes crazy and all you can do is just go, you know – you're you're just crazy, right? Yeah, this like is... I can't even I can't even like you're just saying crazy stuff. You get this is happening and people can see it, right? Right? This is everyone can see this. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> like I know that we're meant to be having like you're angry at me or something, yeah. but like all I, all this does is make me concerned for you. <laughs> Very concerned. I'm gonna send you some numbers and some literature. <laughs> You definitely need literature. I would have an argument at you with you about this, but I feel like you're in a pretty fragile place already, and I'm a good a good at arguing. It's okay. And also, I did nothing wrong. I did nothing. <laughs> like How about nothing. what about once a week you'd go talk to a lady on a couch? Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That might help you. Right. Yeah. I used to have one. That's why I'm behaving so well in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the other thing about the family trip is that yeah. I... Where's it at? It's in Tahoe. So Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe, which is a gorgeous lake. It's very deep. Some people think uh, there's a Loch Ness Monster type thing that lives in it. Oh, what do they call it? I, I don't know what they call it, but they think... I, I don't think it's ever been seen, but there's people have this theory. You know, some people think that all of the deep lakes in the world are connected and that the monsters swim between them. Uh, okay, so I'm going to tell you this. Uh, the Loch Ness Monster, of course, is called, what's the Loch Ness Monster's name? Nessie. Nessie? Okay. So uh, the Tahoe, uh, the Lake Tahoe uh, creature, what do you think it would be called? Tessie? Tessie. <laughs> 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 I mean, like people well, just are no. so creative. <laughs> Good. Tahoe Tessie. Yeah. Uh, Tahoe Tessie is a cryptologic, cryptozoological creature uh-huh. which supposedly resides in North America's largest alpine lake, Lake Tahoe. So this is where you're going. This is the start of a movie. It really Family is. Family reunion. Oh, yeah. Negative tension between, you know, right. generations. Haunted lake. Someone disappears. Right. Tahoe Tessie. My dad disappears. I get blamed. But I knew it was Tessie. Right. And you are cra- you are totally the person who's like, no, there's a monster in the lake. <laughs> like you're that guy that no one believes, but you've got this crazy Has like. anybody <laughs> thought about Tessie? <laughs> <laughs> he also drinks. He's going to fall in the water. Come on. Uh, Tahoe Tessie. Uh, yeah, located in Nevada and California. Mm-hmm. Tales of the lake-dwelling creature can be traced to stories told by members. I should p- 
point out, by the way, uh, that I'm reading from Wikipedia, the free internet oh, encyclopedia. Yeah, that is a good uh, yeah. publication. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Tales of the Lake Dwelling Creature can be traced to stories told by members of the Washoe oh. and uh, Paiute tribes. I'm sorry if I've said those wrong. I probably have. Uh, it's okay in that none of them are alive. The mid 19th century, stating that the creature resides in an underwater tunnel beneath cave rock. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This shit writes itself. Why has this never been a movie? At least I the mean, Sharknado style movie, right? How, how do they Tahoe know? Tessie? How do they know about the underwater tunnel? Has anybody been in the underwater tunnel? There's an underwater tunnel beneath Cave Rock and sightings, sightings have continued mm. into the modern day. Seriously? When was the last sighting of well, let's find out. This is, like a, this is like a reverse dollop. It's <laughs> it really is. This is the Pollod. This- <laughs> Welcome to the Pollod. Uh, well, yeah, it is a pilot. Uh, so, uh, sightings describe Tessie as being between 10 and 80 feet long. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> I don't know about much about measurement, but I know about monsters. <laughs> she was between 10 and I 80 seen feet her. Long. She's between three inches and 90 feet coming at me like a Buick. <laughs> But she's in a tunnel, though. Buick or submarine. The thing is, is that the water distorts the size. And it was cold. Very cold water. Uh, okay, 10 and 80 feet long, having a large serpentine body. Yeah, fuck yeah. They always have serpentine bodies. As wide across they? as a barrel, which is like wide if she's so- 10 feet long, but is like really kind of thin and weird if she's 80 feet long, by the way. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, either she has a weight problem or she doesn't. Right. Either she's long and weird and thin, <laughs> or either she's kind of short and stocky, but there's nothing in between. Uh, okay. Um, uh, coloration ranging from jet black to turquoise. Uh, Why? I mean, is that all? Are those all the colors on, on her, or is she, does she? It says ranges seem- from. So any of the colors in between jet black and turquoise as well. Its skin usually described as smooth, despite having reptilian features. Oh, my God. That's a picture of somebody's drawn a red arrow pointing Uh at a bobbing head in a lake. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly can see that arrow. Proves that there's red arrows, without a doubt. There's no doubt about that. That proves that there's Photoshop. In the 1950s... Two off-duty police officers out on the lake. Here we go. Sightings. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay. This. Is, okay. Oh, hold on. In the 1950s, two off-duty police officers out on the lake reported seeing a large black hump rise from the water. Oh, fuck me. By the way, what are these two off-duty police officers doing out by the lake? You know what? Like they're, in the 50s? They're taking care of two business. Two off-duty police officers. What are they dumping in a lake? Or what are they... Uh... What are they... Is this a Brokeback Mountain? Is this like <laughs> a, a Tessie Tahoe situation? A guys near a very pretty lake. Right. What happens at the lake stays at the lake. And then they're like, they're like, oh no, I saw a thing come out of the water. Yeah, that's what we up As they there. pull up their pants. Yeah. Come on. And uh, keep speed with the boat. Going over 60 miles an hour. I feel like that one's made up. That's just Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, According to an anonymous witness uh, on weirdcalifornia.com, 
Myself, along with three others, watched a large serpent-like creature feeding, hunting in a school of large trout. It was in the middle of winter of 79 off the dock at Homewood. Are you going anywhere near Homewood? No, I don't It was so. about as big as a telephone pole uh-huh. and maybe 60 to 70 uh, inches in length from what we could see of it. Feet in length, sorry, from what we could see of it. Uh, it didn't swim like a snake. It was diving up and splashing with its head into the school of fish, which were leaping out of the water ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that seems... In the 1980s, some people saw it. 1980s? Yep. In 1980s, two fishermen reported seeing a 15-foot-long serpent pass underneath the surface of the water near Cave Rock. Several weeks after, two divers reported finding an underwater cave. Oh, This shit. is the cave. Here we go. And a creature shot out, leaving the silt stirred. Where the creature had been, there were two large fin prints. Oh, fuck me. Like, like the kind of thing you might see if a guy was wearing... Or fins and came a, out a of the mythical water. underwater creature was living in the cave. <laughs> Sometime in the late 1990s, a kayaking instructor reported seeing a glance of what looked like a glance. A <laughs> he glance. seen a glance. I saw a glance of what looked like a green two-person kayak flip over and immediately sink. Oh fuck me! When he approached the area in a speedboat, uh-huh. there were no traces of the kayak, and what? his students did not report flipping over at any time. What? What are you saying, Will? Sometime in the late 1990s. Oh, no, that was that one. In 2004, an off duty bartender. Uh huh. <laughs> not an off duty action around the lake. That you should just say a drunk guy. Right, but also, who thinks there's an on duty bartender down by the lake? Is there a bar down there by the lake? Or maybe oh, it is. I'm maybe sure there is a bar by the lake. In 2004, off-duty bartender on the Tahoe Queen. Oh, okay. Here we go. On the Tahoe yeah. Queen, which must be like a, a ship, I guess. A drinking ship. Uh, took a picture of a black hump in the water. That's the one I think we just which saw. Which he claims is the top of the creature's head. In 2006, a family vacationing near Tahoe sighted a large black scale-lacking uh, creature appearing similar to a sturgeon with an upturned white nose. However, the creature moved up and down like a mammal instead of side to side like a reptile. What? So, what? <clears throat> there has not been a, a sighting since 2006, and it is now 2015. What I'm saying is perfect time for a sighting. Right? I mean, oh, I should just I mean? do one. Why don't you just do one? Yeah, why not? I mean, the internet doesn't care. No, nobody gives a shit. I mean, shit. just get one of those. I mean, you could fake something better than either of the photos we just Fuck found. Yes, I could. All I need and you could at least get on this page. I you could at least thing. get on this page. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to hear some theories about what it might be? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, there have been many theories surrounding Tahoe Tessie. The most popular being that it's either a, a plesiosaur. Sure. I mean, that was my first. Pleosaur, itchy-yo-saur. Oh, yeah. okay, or a mosasaur. I have a picture of that right here. Due to fossils of the creatures being found in the surrounding Nevada desert. Uh, that's a little... These theories are quickly dismissed by many... T- yeah, no. That's that not what it like is. The, that kind of looks like the thing from um, Jurassic Park. That's Jurassic an underwater World. raptor. That's what that is. Uh, that's what you're looking at there. That's a raptor that can swim. That is a raptor that yeah. can swim. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, uh, here we go. These theories are quickly dismissed by many... And, oh, come on. And and here's uh, like, this is my favorite two words here. 
Uh, these theories are many are quickly dismissed by many Tessie experts. Oh boy! Never has the word expert been more misused. <laughs> <laughs> Stating that the lake was formed in the last ice age, long after the creatures went extinct. Thank you, but can I say something? What if there was a, a lizard? And he was just hanging out as the lake formed, and then he's like, "Well, a minute, right? How about that?" Tahoe Tessie is a popular logo for many Tahoe-based companies, with the cartoon version being in many children's picture books and a popular character featured in local newspapers. There even used to be a local museum and hotline, but both recently closed. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I can't call the hotline? You can, if there is a Tessie-related emergency, fucking Obama. Do you think that there is a Tahoe Tessie Twitter? I don't know. Okay, let's, Time to look. let's see. Let's have a look. <laughs> let's find out. This is, uh, this the, is the hotline cool. might get this fucking is, back up this after this. Classic Tofa. Classic. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, it's our uh, last time having a chat for four months. Um, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Something that you had never had any interest in 45 minutes ago? Yes, because it's all I can think of now. Uh, at the Tahoe Tessie on Twitter. Um, so let's have a look at oh, what yeah, Tahoe Tessie is. Yes, it's me, Tahoe Tessie. Uh, please don't mistake me for my brother, the Loch Ness Monster. Ah. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, the last spotting of Tessie was in 2006, but Tessie joined uh, Twitter in 2009. So, there's some great tweets. I mean, there's only been nine. Nine tweets since 2009. Can I read one? Please go. I think some kid called me a snake, stupid kid. Uh, now, you hang on. I think you've actually... like You've said that as if that's not great, but... <laughs> What you haven't conveyed, because I'm looking at that tweet, is that uh, it's stupid kid exclamation mark exclamation mark. Oh, it mark. is two exclamation marks. Yeah. So I'm going to follow Tahoe Oh, he, wait. He, Tahoe Tessie tweeted at Hello Bigfoot. And oh, hang on. he tweeted, right. the dumbest gift I ever got was a pair of flippers. Just Okay, let's have a look at the journey. There's only just, nine tweets, so let's go through the whole journey from top to bottom. Uh, this is the first tweet that Tahoe Testy ever sent, uh, 8th of June, 2009. I really hate it when people try to take my photo. Most of the time, it makes me look fat. Now, that's not I mean, true because we've only seen well, two photos and one was like the top of your head <laughs> and the other one was from the distance. <laughs> And you're a no monster. one has seen your body. No one's seen your body. No one has Tahoe seen your body. Tessie. Come on. I, I, hey, I don't want to body shame you, Tahoe Tessie. No. But, but why are you even bothered by these stereotypes? In fact, your figure, your reported figure is actually very in at the moment. And also, I got to be honest, if you actually are a lake monster that right. lives in a tunnel underneath the water, you don't know anything about... Uh, fat. Know, fat. What's issues. fat? There's no fat What's shaming. fat? What you do don't you know what fat to... is. You have scales and you eat fish. And there's only you. There's only you. There's only you. There's not even another you going, you could lose some weight. Yeah, you're oh, a little heavy, Tessie. Right. Ridiculous. How about half a Tessie? Okay. Uh, second tweet. Don't mistake me for my brother, the Loch Ness Monster. I'm much better looking at a year younger too. Now, here's the thing about and Again, <laughs> Tahoe Tessie. This is not great comedy writing. <laughs> yeah. Poor Tessie. Because here's the thing. T Tessie is a mythical monster, so yep. um, does not know which two to use. Because it should be T-O-O, -O, yep. as in as well. But she's oh, just, she's just gone with a T-O there. Yeah. Uh, he lives in Scotland and I live in Tahoe. I mean, here's the thing about Tahoe uh, Tessie. Factual. Yep. 
you know? Very uh, geographically uh, All right. knowledgeable. Then your aforementioned, that was uh, uh, the tweet three on the 9th of June, 2009. Um, I think some kid called me a snake, stupid kid. Yeah. Uh, then there was, I have fish gills stuck in my teeth. I hate when that happens. So true, right? Fish and gills. Then on 11th of June, not 2009. Even, not even scales. I would have said fish scales, but gills? Bones, I would have thought as well. <sighs> uh, and then, uh, but this is my favorite one. Long day. Now, if I could just snag someone with a rum runner. What's a rum runner? I don't know. <laughs> but my favorite thing was that uh, that it. was a journey from the 8th of June, 2009 Seven. to the 11th of June, it was a, oh, 2009. Okay, so. Three glorious days. Oh, my God. Someone was like, man, I am going to take this Twitter is, by storm. This is going to be big. Yeah. This, you know what? This, this fake identity thing's going to be big. Hold on, I have okay. an, I have an idea. All right, I have a, I have a theory, and I'm going to check it by pulling up my calendar, going to June. No, I was wondering if it was over a weekend and it was a vacationer. I bet it was someone on vacation, though. Don't you think? Guy on vacation, it's going to stir up a little trouble, make people think Tessie's real. Come on. Hey, what's Tessie doing? Twittering <laughs> down there on her iPhone in the tunnel. Oh man! Hey, did you see what Bert did? <laughs> oh man, I like to. I really like to bring him on vacation because he is a pistol. He has been tweeting like he is Tessie. I would just love to. I just want to know that per, who that person was and what that journey was. Oh, my God. Because it's three days. It's three days. And there was like a bit of a go. A little bit. And then just gave nah, up. And then that's it. Well, this and, isn't catching on. But it's also no real voice and no real sort of like nope. like what they were trying to achieve or what it was like, you know, no. that there was a sighting or whatever. But Nothing. a real just like. No. Yeah. Nothing happening. <laughs> <laughs> Complete void. Oh, actually. So you, it turns you, out that Tessie is witless. Do you know what I did not uh, look at was um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look up this up again now. Uh, this is the most action. There'll be a real spike. I wonder if notifi notifications are still on on their phone. <laughs> what? If they've still got notifications on their phone? Oh, can you do that? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna tweet? No, I'm gonna. I'm not going to. But hang on. <laughs> Follow, following it, they had 100, 106 followers. Yeah. Um, they were following eleven other accounts. Oh, who so do you following? want to know who Tahoe yeah, Tessie Bigfoot, was following? Bigfoot, Loch Ness. Big, so, yep, the nine <clears throat> Yeti, uh, Bigfoot. Do you guys have a monster? Uh, I mean, all our animals are monsters. No, but like a re like a fictional, like a crazy thing that people. Oh, uh, the bunyip. What the bunyip? The bunyip. The bunyip. What's the bunyip? Okay, hang on. Let's okay, put a, let's get to that. Let's we'll put, put a, a pin, pin in, in the bunyip. <laughs> That's going to be a whole... We'll, we'll get to it, but let's find out who Tahoe Tessie was following first. Uh, the Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Twitter, Lake... <laughs> was following Twitter. Lake Tahoe TV. Um, what? Tahoe Traveller. So you might be right yeah, about the yeah. Tahoe City downtown. So uh -huh. a real ta yeah. like, local Tahoe. Downtown, yeah. MTV. <laughs> It's 
<laughs> oh man, Tessie just had no focus when tell she joined what about Twitter. Tessie? Yeah. The soup. Big fan of the soup. You think it's a teenage girl? So far, so far we've had like monster, other monsters, other related monsters, monsters you might know, <laughs> other monsters you might want to follow. Uh, there's been a lot of local Tahoe stuff. Yeah. And now it's MTV, The Soup, <laughs> Perez Hilton. <laughs> for, you know, for all the Bigfoot gossip. If you want to see a picture of the Loch Ness monster with a dick drawn on its face, yep, yep. Uh, the Not Gary Boosie parody account. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And wow. then, uh, last but not least, somebody called Walt, <laughs> <laughs> who may be the person that you know who oh. the account it is, because it's the only person on here who isn't like you one think of it's those. Walt? So Walt. Let's read what Walt's, because uh, he's got a little uh, description. Walt, retired formal local uh, LE slash Fed, LE slash Intel. Don't know what that means. Officer. Oh, that, that's yeah. army of some kind or something. Intelligence. Right, yeah, something. Uh, love flying, boating, and camping. Oh, oh Walt, we're so on to you, ATVs, dirt bikes. So he's down at the lake, you know, on an ATV or a dirt bike or whatever, yep. camping with his friends. And so. Yeah. You know what? I'm an ex-US Army vet. Yeah. I got some interest. I got some time on my hands. I'm down here. I might be. And you know what? He could probably kill me. So good on you. Good on you for being involved. And now I'm going to go to Walt's account on June the 8th. And I'm going to see if he retweeted any Tessie tweets. This is like a, this is some Columbo shit. Right I know. Now. I are, mean, we could be we are deep. we could be detectives. We, <laughs> he seems to tweet a lot of stuff. Oh, he's definitely a right wing guy. Okay. So he might actually think that uh, he wow oh he's a blogger and he just tweets what he blogs and it's a lot of uh, Team Cavuto. Uh, that's a guy on. Uh, Fox is uh, Hannity, O'Reilly Factor. Oh, I had that. I, I did we talk about this? But when I tweeted about um, Adam Baldwin and all his followers, it's Adam Baldwin, right? Yeah, remember you said yeah. you, you you actually sh- you actually showed me that when I was in a really bad mood, and then I tweeted out. Oh, that's right, <laughs> hilarious. And then I was like, why did I just do that? Oh, because I'm in a bad mood. People were so people were just like coming at me crazy. I was like, why do you care? Well, he's the leader of Gamergate. He's the um, right. Uh, the Bunyip, B-U-N-Y-I-P, the Bunyip. Uh, in fact, you know what? Let's just have a pause and then we can come back with the Bunyip. <laughs> we'll be right back with the Bunyip after this. After these messages. There are no messages. I haven't done anything worth hoping to press. Here we go. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about the Bunyip and then we'll stop because you have to go and do the live dollop tonight. Bunyip. And I have to um, uh, get on a plane to Australia. Uh, First so, of all, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Go for it. Where does the bunyip live? In the outback. Okay. Like you, you're not okay. seeing you bun. You, you, you rarely see an urban bunyip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most racist thing you've ever said. Oh, hey, 
I'm not bu- racist against bunyips. I think bunyips should have whatever rights that they should have, but they live in the they live in the outback. Can you tell me what a bunyip looks like? Uh, yeah, there's a drawing of a bunyip right here from 1890 that you can look at. That's what a bunyip looks like when it's fucking oh, it's a water, it's down. It's a water on. animal. Well, let's find out some more about the bunyip, about my culture. Uh, the bunyip or Kian Prati or Prati Kian Prati Kian Prati. <laughs> Is a large mythical creature from Australian... Easy with the mythical. Let's not go jump into conclusions. Allegedly mythical. Uh, Creature from Australian Aboriginal mythology. Said to lurk in swamps, billabongs. What's a billabong? Uh, Well, billabong is like a... It's a lake, basically. Okay. I mean, technically, let's have a look at what a billabong billabong. billabong is a lake. Yep. (laughs) There you go. All right, so... (laughs) That's pretty much right. Could have read more, but it was pretty much the first thing he said is a lake. So that'll do. There may be, you know, some other information. But uh, Swamps, Billabongs, uh, our favorite, our famous song, you know, uh, Walsy Matilda is like, yep. once a jolly swag man camped by a billabong uh-huh. under the shade of a cooler bar tree. Uh, creeks, riverbeds, and waterholes. The origin of the word bunyip has been traced to the Wemba Wemba or Wurugaya language. I'm not sure. Sorry, I apologize. Of Aboriginal people of uh, southeastern Australia. However, the bunyip appears to have formed part of traditional Aboriginal beliefs and stories throughout Australia. So, mm. or, you know, so in cross all. Okay, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the word bunyip is usually translated by Aboriginal Australians today as devil or evil spirit. Yeah. Wow. So, however, this translation may not accurately represent the role of the bunyip in pre-contact Aboriginal mythology. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Let's not let's not badmouth it. Let's not run down the names. Uh, the characteristics. Here we go. Uh, uh, here we go. All right. Uh, uh, Robert Bro Smith's Aborigines of Victoria in 1878 devoted ten pages to the bunyip, but concluded, in truth, little is known. Among uh, <laughs> ten pages to just go just nah. just just for the record, eighteen seventy eight. I'm just going to read what he said, but this yeah. is not my language. In truth, little is known among the blacks respecting its form, oh, covering or habits. They appear to have been in such dread, so they're scared of it so much that they don't know. But uh, they include a dog face, a dog face, a dog like face, a crocodile like head. So it's got a dog face, a crocodile head. A dark, dark fur, a horse-like tail, Jesus. flippers, yeah. walrus-like tusks, I mean, and a duck-like bill. Uh, um, <laughs> so it's got a, it's got everything. So it's like most Australian animals. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fucking grab bag, a mystery box of animal parts. Wait, is this a stamp? Is that a stamp? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a stamp from a Australia. A bunyip on a stamp. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, so uh, that's the so we have the bunyip, in and, Australia. but does the bunyip kill people? Like, what does the bunyip do? What's its uh, what's its? I mean, are people scared of the bunyip? Do people say they see the bunyip? Like, is it? Yeah, apparently it, it might kill people, and it, it has supernatural powers, like such the as the bunyip. Well, they're pretty vague about that, <laughs> but they're pretty sure it has them. <laughs> They can't yeah, be definite man. what those supernatural powers are, but uh, they're pretty fucking locked in that it has some. That, defi- that bunyip definitely looks like it might have some sweet. 
Well, that's that's just that's a bunyip. That's not a bunyip. According to the photograph, that's, that's a blur. Bunyip. Okay. There's no head there. And it looks like a seal. A seal. That's like head like a seal. seal that might be moving quickly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it doesn't really give you a lot of more information about like. Uh, yeah, you got no, you got no photos. Like this, just you guys don't have a great one. Well, there's the rainbow serpent, which what? is an Aboriginal thing as well. But that's more like a, a godlike thing, I think. Rainbow serpent or rainbow snake is a common deity, often a creator god in the mythology. So there was a serpent that created things. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know. Isn't that a fascinating uh, history of a culture that's been around for over 40,000 years? But you know. Boo! Boo! Boo your pre existing mythologies! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> so today the reason i was late coming over here was because uh i went to because ch- the airline i'm flying you check in at 24 hours before to get your place in line hey, South, I, southwest you're flown southwest i mean i must have but so you to get your place in line so you line up and and so tw- exactly 24 hours before the flight yeah. kicks off, you go online and you check in and then it gives you a number, A, B, or C, and then up to like 60. So it's A to 60, B to 60, C to 60. So I went, so I forgot, and it was like two hours after the check-in. I was like, oh, I'm going to be isn't like C. Fun. Also, isn't flying so much more fun now that they've made it really hard? <laughs> Each step more difficult than the last. Oh no, you have to pay that fee in freshly baked buns. Why not just when you book the flight, then you get your seat? Like we used to. (laughs) Anyway, those are the good old days. Remember that? That was madness. But that just caused people to be able to get on the plane and arrive at the airport. Oh, hang on. You want to bring a bag on your holiday? Well, well, that'll be $95. (laughs) We didn't expect anybody flying to another country who would want to bring a bag. Sorry, you want to bring things? What do you think this is? Are you also going to want to bring these things back? Do you think this is some sort of railroad train? <laughs> so I go to check in and just yeah. my name pops up. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. And I'm like, well, I'm flying with Did my the wife rest of the and family son. check in already? And usually when I check in on this airline, because I'll take it to baseball games and stuff. And when I check in, the tickets come together uh-huh. and they all pop up the boarding passes. Sure. But they didn't. And then I went no. and checked my old email. What do you mean? Your family wants to fly together? <laughs> <laughs> I think I already mentioned this wasn't a sky railway, sir. I say good day to you with your outrageous demands. Well, we just want to fly together. Why? <laughs> How is that possibly we're convenient for us to seat people who are traveling together together? We're a family. It just. All right, I'll get in C. I'll get some C24. So then I go to my old emails and there's just an email. Your son is not <laughs> flying on this. We gave him a voucher for Target. He's on a bus. $140. The boy, is he six old enough for the bus? Old enough for the voucher. Don't have to check with you guys. It's <laughs> in our guidelines. They were there on the website. You checked the box. You read it. You read it. You, read, you know that thing that came up and said, we do you agree? 
Do he you? He can take the voucher. Agree. I I do. I just want this to go away. Yeah. So separating there's... you from your family is the only way we can keep prices low. If we let six-year-olds sit with their parents, these tickets would be $1,000 each. So hang on. You want your son and bags? <laughs> what? What are you, the queen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, your lordship. Meanwhile, the boys sit with you. Meanwhile, Amber Heard's got nine dogs sitting next to her. <laughs> Amber. Yeah, but for each dog, she gets ten years. Uh, so tell, okay, so so there, you're not so I go together? to check the, I go to check the emails from the day I bought them, and there's just one for me and my flight, and I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't book their flights. <laughs> oh, hang on, what? I didn't book their you flights. Did, you actually didn't. I have book no their record flight? of their flights. Zero. So I call up Southwest, and I'm like, hey, here's the problem. I swear to God, I booked their flights, but there's just. I, I don't no. have an email from I have nothing right. from them, and I know I bought the tickets. And she says, uh, and who are the other passengers? And I go, my wife, Heather, and I say her name, and she goes, um, oh, boy, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And I was like, what? And she goes, oh, man, how are you going to explain this one to her? You got to laugh at this kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm not... I'm looking at a, at a $1,500 flight to Sacramento right now. I'm not really laughing about it. And she just kept cracking jokes and not getting that. I was like, what in the fuck are you doing, right. lady? And then, That's a sunny customer service. <laughs> just trying to keep you having a good time. Right. I'm like, God, I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, so, then, uh, so then she goes, well, what's the credit card you booked the flights with? And I read it to her and she goes, well, you actually used points. She goes, do you have another credit card? And I'm like, well, not that I would have booked this. I go, and then I go, oh, you know what? We had a credit card that got changed. Like it, they sent us a new one. So I wouldn't have that number. And she goes, well, there's not a, I can't look it up. And I go, can I tell you her name? And she goes, yeah, but I can't tell you if she's on the flight because we just can't give out that kind of information. Oh, yeah, of course, right? And I go, what about my son? He's my... By the way, though, if you're a terrorist or like a reporter or whatever, someone trying to get information, you have done it very subtly. <laughs> well, this, is a, this is an elaborate ruse. This is someone who's put way too much thought into their backstory. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I even had a confirmation number. Right. That's how much my backstory. So anyway, so then she goes, uh, she can't tell me if she's on the flight or not. Or my son. And then I go, uh, can you tell me if I, if I give you... Hang on, she can't tell you if Finn's on the flight? No. Because I don't have a confirmation number. Oh, because he's six too. Yeah. You, you have any young boys on your plane? You check that box, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I go, what if I gave you an, another email address? Like suppose, because I usually put her email address in there. And I go, what if I give you her email address? And she goes, well, I can't tell you that. I, I go, could you tell me if I should feel better? And she goes, what's the email address? And I go, uh, this is it. And she goes, well, you're going to have a good day. Why don't you call your wife? Okay. So you <laughs> put her details and I sent it to her email address. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be a bad weekend. Right. <laughs> Just you. I mean, it would have actually, to be honest, it would have got over the whole baseball fear because it would have just been you and your dad going, gee, it would have been, <laughs> this would have been nice if Finn was here, huh? 
You could have brought brought up that baseball thing. They wanted to talk shit about you in front of the boy. Right. Mm. Remember when you uh, you were scared of the ball and yeah, yeah, it's not as much fun with him. No, it's not just not the same with him. I do remember. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, we should finish up because I've got to leave the country. Uh, all right, mate, uh, thank you very much. Uh, next time uh, that we will talk was when you're in Australia for the Dollop Tour. Is oh, there yeah. still tickets available to any of those Dollop shows? Uh, the ones you're on are all sold out. Uh, a Sunday has been added on uh, at Sydney at 5 uh, okay. at the Comedy Store. But there's still tickets available in Melbourne and... Uh, Canberra, which we added recently, but those are selling well. So Where you, are you, you doing should in jump Canberra? on that. Uh, the Uni Pub. Oh, the the Canberra, the University of Canberra Uni Bar, or the ANU Uni. I don't know. It's just called Uni Pub. I don't know. Mm, not sure. I hooked up with a comedy guy yeah, there. He set up. Sure. Uh, and then we're doing. Uh, I think I think Brisbane still has some tickets on Thursday night. Okay, cool. With Lindsay Webb, we're doing that. Adelaide. Uh, there's still tickets available. Adelaide's our lagger. And that's at Arkabar too, right? Which is a yeah. pretty big venue. Yeah. So Adelaide, uh, come out. Yeah, come out, Adelaide. What up, girl? Adelaide doesn't come out to things when it's not fringe. No, I know. What's up, Adelaide? Come on, Adelaide. And then uh, Perth, there's still like 20 tickets left on okay. the Friday night show. And uh, yeah, and then, then there's Sydney and that's almost, that's pretty close to sold out, I think. Awesome. How many days are you in Sydney for? Two. Oh, okay. In and out really quick because we fly in from Perth, so we get right. in there. Because I was going to say you guys should come over to the house for lunch or something, but you might not have time. But if you do, well on cool. Sunday. Um, all right, mate. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's been lovely to have you on. Uh, and uh, I, oh, well, I'll, I'll plug because I'm in uh, Sydney like next week, uh, the seventh and the eighth at the Enmore, uh, doing my free will show, which oh. is the show that I did in Montreal and the show I did in London. And mm-hmm. I'm really, I, it's. It's my favorite show that I've ever done. Really? It's just yeah, it That's just awesome. really it's just really come together really in a way that see it when you're doing it. That anyway. night at Meltdown, that was the best it's ever. Really? Been. Yeah. What it was happened like, that? Why can't, Oh yeah, Heather it was, was sick. Yeah, Heather was ill. But yeah. it was just one of those nights like and thanks to everyone who came out to that show, but like and it, you know what? It was partly because there was these people, lovely people, um, who had driven all the way. They came and saw me in Denver. Uh, they, they're from Albuquerque, so it was like 500 miles or something. And then wow. they'd driven 1,000 miles to this gig. Wow. But they'd driven with their 17-year-old kid. Like, so they're in the front row. And like, I was introducing Gareth, and I came out and just did a riff with them and like, talked about that and whatever. Yeah. And like, kind of you know, on the idea of like, is this cool or am I like the weird thing that uh, your yeah. parents just like made you? like, And... Uh, but yeah, I had some. But I did say to them when I was like riffing at the start, I was like, oh, "This better be fucking good." And I do really feel like it did spur me a little bit to be like, "These fuckers have driven a thousand miles. You fucking better be funny tonight, mate." Right? Right? Yeah, that'll make you up your yeah. game. So I, I felt like that was a really fun show. So yeah, I'm um, I'm doing two shows only in Sydney. So uh, at the end, more with Justin Hamilton, and there are some tickets available. The Saturday nights getting pretty close to sold out, but the Friday night there's still some tickets available. And mm-hmm. I would love if people came out and saw the show. That'd be really cool. So uh, that would be nice. Perth on the 9th and 10th of October. Uh, all right, guys, uh, I got to get on a plane, and Dave's got to go. So we will talk to you again soon. Oh, Dave, I haven't you haven't done a sign out for a while. Uh, can you do one for us? Thanks. It's faux, faux